this is Coach's Chat, and I'm Betsy Foster. You're in for some thoughtful conversations with fitness industry professionals, musings on current topics in the wellness field, and actionable advice for building a thriving career as a fitness professional. At Foster Strength, my mission is to lead and educate colleagues in the fitness industry to deliver client-centered coaching that gets clients real results built on sound scientific principles, encourages them to build a long and fulfilling relationship with exercise, and disrupts toxic fitness culture to foster an inclusive industry. Let's get going. Welcome back to another episode of Coaches Chat. We've had a little break here. Um, excited to be back. Today is Monday, May 2nd. And that is, if you're if you're listening to this the day it comes out, Monday, May 2nd, that is officially one year and one day after the Coaches po- Chat podcast officially started. So we've had um, a whole year. It's the anniversary. And so I wanted to do a quick anniversary episode, um, keep it nice and short for you with some strategies for kind of planning the next few months for yourself. But I had to take a minute just to say how grateful I am. It is not lost on me that I sit in front of a microphone in my office um, with a very makeshift sound setup, which I'm going to be working on here soon. Um, but I sit in the office with this makeshift sound setup and I talk about things that matter to me and I bring on coaches and trainers who are doing really great things. And I try to chip away at aspects of what I think is a truly rewarding career and how we can do better and what you might need right now to make that happen for yourself. I, one of the values that I always keep coming back to as sort of like my guiding values is generosity. And I want to give, give, give. And sometimes that can feel hard, especially in this kind of forum where you're like giving and you can't quite tell if it's resonating or something like that. But to see people actually listening to the podcast, to look at the downloads, to um, get feedback from folks, I have to say that is like the best thing in the world to get. I am so, so appreciative of it. Um, it makes my day. And if you if you have that inclination, by all means, um, I'd love to hear from you. You create this, when it comes to sort of creating this content, it goes out into the ether and you're not sure if it's who it's reaching and how it's being received. So those messages are so tremendous. I have really loved doing this and I'm going to continue. So we're not stopping anytime soon. Um, but I'm just taking a moment to reflect on this full year. We've got 41 episodes already done. This is episode 42. Um, and that was through a year where I gave birth to a whole human and took some maternity time. So I am looking forward to just continued, um, you know, 
episodes as we go through this next year and and moving forward and bringing on more guests. I have two guests who we've recorded some episodes and we're having some like uh, technical difficulties on and I really want you to hear them. So they're going to be coming out. I'm going to have more guests. We're going to be breaking down um, elements of coaching that are going to be helpful for you from the very um, physiological science-based, what's happening with human bodies, how do we program, how do we coach movement, to the mindset, psychological um, element of being a supporter, cheerleader, true coach aspect of this whole profession. We're going to be looking at all those financial success, organization, all of it, because I want you to have a breadth of support tools that you can come back to over and over and over again. A lot of times we do a lot of thinking and stressing and holding ourselves back. And I want people to be able to take the action that they know they can. And so I'm going to give you all the tools for that. Um, yeah, finding this stuff is hard sometimes and finding kind of directing your own education can be tricky sometimes too. professional development um, and, and discovering who you are as a coach can be pretty challenging, too, if you're not really sure how to approach it. And that's what I want you to do, too, because you are deserving of your place in this career, in this industry. And all I want is to help you find what that is, where it is and get there as, you know, um, I would say as quickly as possible, but I want to say more as like fulfilled as possible. That's what the goal here is finding, helping you find that fulfillment from this career so we can help more people and not just so that we're helping other people, but so that you can find some nourishment, some creativity, some, um, you know, satisfaction from the work that you do, which I know, I know you can. So that is what all of this is really about for me. Um, I think that there is a myth about sort of there's only enough room for so many people. And that that myth of scarcity and the fear that someone else being good takes away from your success is what keeps people hoarding their knowledge and keeps people from really sort of giving, giving, giving. And, and that's the last thing that I want to do. And it's the last kind of industry I want to be a part of, someplace where we're sort of hoarding what we know and safeguarding or gatekeeping um, our role. So instead, here we are, we're going to give, give, give. There is enough room for all of us. And there is enough room for you to be your own unique, um, incredible coach doing the industry pushing, boundary pushing things that you want to do. Um, and there's room for me and the next person and the next person and the next person and the person that you ultimately mentor down the line. So again, I just want to say I'm so grateful and I want to sort of restate my purpose here so you can sort of hear it from me. This is about us all getting better together. Um, and I know that sounds like hokey a little bit and sure, like... Yeah, I think there is, I think there's some real though, like magic in the hokey. And I think there's a magic in um, 
owning your own skills, your own strength, what you want. I want an incredible business here. I'm not saying that the only reason I wake up in the morning is because uh, I want um, to like see somebody else lift that weight. There's a lot of... um, There are a lot of elements to sort of what's going to bring us joy in our careers. Some of it is going to be helping other people. Some of it is going to see, be us pushing our own boundaries. And some of us is going to be, some of it is going to be being part of something bigger than ourselves. And I think that's um, a huge part of what this is for me. So in celebrating this anniversary and um, a new episode for a new coaches chat calendar year for episode 42 here, I want to talk a little bit about learning as something that doesn't have a final destination. So I think, especially for the other coaches and trainers that I've worked with in my career, if you are someone who loves training, if you're someone who loves working out in the gym, we are fixated on goals that have a, we are fixated on that smart goals idea. So there is a something that we're working toward that we can quantify and that has an end date or an ideal end date in the future. And then once we've reached that, we've achieved that. And I think, especially for, and I, I see it more amongst women, and that that's just an anecdotal observation. I think it has a lot to do with sort of how we've been taught about career success in our lives as women, but I see this idea of like, I'm waiting until I have achieved X. I've learned this and now I am ready. Now I am like, I've achieved the amount of learning that allows me to be confident enough to pursue what I want to do. And so what I want to talk about today is just the fact that there isn't that when it really comes to learning for the purposes of getting better as a trainer, getting better as a coach, and for professional development purposes, there isn't necessarily a clear marker in our future. And if we're always waiting for it, whether it be a certain certification or a a certain understanding of X, Y, or Z, I think we set ourselves up for one, either it taking a long time to get there and never feeling confident or comfortable while we're on the journey to get there, or we get there and we realize we don't ever, we didn't feel that level of confidence. I don't know how many times I've heard people are like, oh, I'm going to be able to like sell my running program, or I'm going to be able to coach these people once I get certification X, or once I feel really good and confident with this one skill. Then they go to that conference or they go to that cert class. And there's a little bit of a sort of like, hangover post-conference, post-cert, where it's like, oh, wait a second, I don't magically feel more confident today where I now take on this next level in my career. So some of the things that we need to be thinking about is like, maybe we won't ever feel the -the in-the-moment switch of reaching that next level in our career. I think that ends up being a hindsight thing and it ends up being a reflection point. And so how do we then continue to get better? How do we motivate our learning? Because sometimes it's good to have goals ahead of us. I'm not saying smart goals are bad, but if we're 
if we're only allowing ourselves to move to the next step, if we're only allowing ourselves to take ownership of our abilities once we learn X, then we're always sort of holding ourselves back. And instead, we're going to think about two sort of tools we can use. We're going to think about short-term, like quantifiable career goals, right? So let's say over the next three months, think about two to three things. That three things is the max that you want to work on and like learn more about. I'm going to kind of encourage you to not put a an end, a culminating aspect to that goal. So what I mean is like, if you want to learn more about Olympic lifts, learn more about Olympic lifts, but don't say I need to have read six books on Olympic lifts, or I need to have gotten this cert, because I think it sets you up for, well, if you're not going to hit that, then why are you even pursuing it? And when we talk about learning, professional development, the sort of acquisition of knowledge, being a critical thinker and thoughtful in general, we need to think less about like number of books. And I know that can be hard for people, but like, let's not think about number of books. Let's think about, I want in the next three months, I want to put a little energy toward learning more about Olympic lifting. I want to put a little more energy toward body language with my clients. So maybe I'm going to take some videos of myself coaching and sort of see what I look like in that space. And then I'm going to take a little bit of time to focus on um, learning a little bit more about, I don't know, cooking in Southeast Asia. And that may seem like something really random, but like, what if you have a client that uh, connects to that? And that's part of that's part of learning a little bit about what is going to add some value to your coaching. So yes, we're going to, in the short term, kind of pick a few things to focus on, but they're not going to necessarily have definitive ends to them because the acquisition of knowledge does not have an end date to it. And it doesn't have a, the certificate never is coming that you finally have mastered something because I think mastery is a myth. I think the quest to get better, the pursuit to get better is as much as I hate this because I sound like a bachelorette contestant is a journey. Like what we're doing doesn't have an end date. And once we start to understand that, I think we get a little bit more confident and comfortable in where we are now because we know we're not going to be there two weeks from now, but I know that I have enough to give to my clients today. And I'm saying all this because I see so many coaches, again, particularly women, but men and women who are kind of knocking themselves back a peg because they haven't reached X point. And I I want to encourage you to be okay in the moment because this is going to be a process the whole time. And I think we think sometimes that mastery is synonymous with confidence in that you're looking like, I I feel like in a lot of situations, I outwardly carry quite a bit of confidence. And I do agree. I feel pretty confident in what I know. I feel confident in the fact that I'm going to only know more in the future. And I'm confident in my sort of 
values guiding the way, and my ability to reflect on where I am missing the mark. So there is a lot of confidence, but I don't think I have mastery. Mastery of what? Like, who decides what mastery is? And when we think about coaching in general, I think we have core competencies that we can like ultimately say, yeah, I'm adequate at that or I feel good at that. But like, have I mastered it? I don't know. I haven't seen every client I'm going to see in my life. I haven't worked with every coach I'm going to work with. I'm just not sure that mastery is a thing. And I'm going to tell you as someone who holds a master's degree, I think it's a little bit of BS in some ways because I don't know that I have some true mastery of something. I took some extra classes and that's just kind of what we call it. I think, I don't know that um, those degrees are necessarily thought of inherently as mastery of a whole subject, but maybe they are, but I don't know that exists. Instead, it's kind of an ongoing quest for knowledge. And so we're going back to the two things I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to ask you to set up some objectives, some three, two to three objectives for the short term. And you'll always come back to them. And maybe you're doing the same three things for a whole year because you haven't reached a point where you feel like you're ready to move on to the next thing. So maybe that's the case. Or maybe you have, you feel like you've confidently got what you needed in those first three months. And then the next quarter, you're going you're gonna to take on something new. And then we're going to also, every six months, sort of assess where we were six months ago and what we've achieved in the last six months. And this, I think, is more helpful than saying, like, did I get this cert? No, like I said, in hindsight, what how we've gotten better is easier. It's easier to see in hindsight. In the moment, I can't tell that I'm better than I was three days ago. I can only do that from reflection at a point in the future. So every six months, I want to encourage you to just check in. And this is a moment, yes, to see like, "Mm, where am I sort of falling behind? Where do I want? And behind what? Like who's measuring stick? But where am I? Where do I have room to get a lot better? And also equally as important, what am I doing better today than I was doing six months ago? What am I doing better today? than I was doing six months ago. I think all of that put together, some like practical uh, goals, sure, that don't have a definitive end date. They're not like they're not like your client's program where you're like, we're gonna get three pull-ups at the end of 12 weeks. So if I work backwards, you know, I'm encouraging you to do that with programs. With your own learning, let's broaden it and let's take it off this like rigid roadmap and start to just be in it. I know I sound like I've got like a series of crystals around me, but I don't. I don't think there's a single crystal in here. I'm just asking you to sort of start to think about your professional development and your ability to grow as a coach as a more fluid thing that you can enjoy for the whole process rather than allowing yourself to enjoy it or to feel confidence when you reach a certain point. Because if we're always striving for that certain point and we're only going to enjoy our jobs when we get there, you're going to be miserable 
we've got years and years and years of jobs ahead of us. Uh, I had a family friend that one time, somebody asked him like a year after college, um, <laughs> asked like, how's work going? It's like, it's good. I just realized I'm going to have to do this. Like you work every single day for the rest of your life. Yeah, it, it, that is true. So let's enjoy it. Let's make it a sort of like, uh, let's let it give as much back to us as we're putting into it. And that's going to mean less rigidity, enjoying the process, not waiting for confidence to come until we hit an arbitrary marker, but instead allowing our confidence and our belief in ourselves to be born out of every little moment that we put effort and energy into. And they might be misses completely, but if we know that we're in this process and we know we're going to get better tomorrow because we are dedicated to that, then, then I definitely be, can be confident today. And if your confidence intimidates someone, well, they weren't, you know, they weren't welcome at the party anyway. You have what you need right now because you are going to work to get better. So that's, that's my point on learning on your education and your professional development. Let's not set up arbitrary markers of mastery, but instead realize that this whole thing is a journey, hashtag journey. You are hashtag on it. <laughs> so uh, let's find ways to enjoy it. And let's let this be something that we can exist in and um, uh, just appreciate the process. Appreciate the process and try to take away some of those arbitrary markers that you think are going to somehow give you the right to be somewhere. You've already, you already have the right to be there. You already have the right to own your skills. All that stuff is just bonus. All right. I was going to keep this short. I think I did like a relatively good job. Um, what I'm going to ask you to do is celebrate this anniversary of this podcast with me. If you haven't and you listen to it, please go to Apple iTunes and either leave a rating. That takes no time. Um, you know, the better the rating, the better the podcast stuff. But also, if you have a second, you can leave a review on there. It's super, it's an easy thing to do. Um, and it, it goes so far in terms of sort of how the podcast gets shown to new people. And um, I am eternally grateful for it. I'm beyond that. I'm just grateful for your listening ears. Um, as my daughter would say, put your listening ears on. I'm grateful that you take any time out of your life to listen to this podcast. I'm endlessly grateful. I'm going to be here a lot longer. So uh, in terms of this podcast's existence. So if you're still up for it, join me weekly or at least almost weekly and maybe some bonus episodes um, for the foreseeable future. I am so appreciative, so grateful. Go do great things. And until next time, bye.